With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Talk about a pressure penalty from a man who hasn't always had the cleanest record, but he converts this one with cheek, with style, with coolness. Arsenal snatch it at the death. One. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode four of the same old Arsenal. Back again. Um, apologies about last week. Uh, we missed a podcast. Reason being, there was a bit of, a bit of sickness in my house. Um, so uh, I had to look after the kiddies while the, the, the wife went to bed. Tonight, we are joined by Claude, Kenny Ken, and Lee Judges. How are you, boys? Uh, evening. 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 Mems, Mems, how are you, my favourite Turk? Oh, hello, Craig. How are you, my friend? You well? I'm all right, mate. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How's my microphone? Because every week I see all the comments about the podcast saying how quiet I am. So I just want to make sure I'm loud. <laughs> that sounds all right to me. Can you all hear me, lads? I'm not in the I toilet. Hear I hear you, man. <laughs> Superb mic, that is. Superb. Yeah. Sounds all right to right, me. Fantastic, right, right. mate. Fantastic. Just, really uh, looking forward to speaking to you all tonight. Um, you, know, we, we, you know, we've got lots to talk about. And we? We've got the upcoming game against Liverpool to talk about. And we've got a few other bits and pieces. Is, so I'm really looking forward to hearing what you've all got to say. Who's got that music in the background? Is that is that Claude? That's the, that's Claude's ambiance. The ambiance behind Claude. I can't help it. I'm in. Yeah, that's all right, mate. It's Don't worry about it. It's all good. It's all good. Is in that place in Soho again? Is he? <laughs> 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 yeah. Right. Let's kick off. Um, he didn't deny it, did he? he didn't deny it. <laughs> <laughs> let's kick it off um, today, on t- it? today on Twitter we see or yesterday we see uh, on Twitter yesterday that there is a big rumour going around that Monsieur Wenger um, is going mm-hmm. to be offered a 25% pay rise which will take his wage <laughs> to 10 million a year um, oh, and the offer of a two year contract on the table um, <laughs> I don't really I don't really want to turn it into a, an Arsene Wenger slating um, conversation, but Kenny Ken, 
Yes. A two-year contract for Arsene Wenger with the results you know, that have, that have been coming our way. Yes, he's kept us in the top four for the last 20 years. He's, he, he's given us an unbeaten season. Mm. He's given us two FA Cups in the last five years. Is that enough to warrant Arsene Wenger a new contract, Kenny? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because the, thing is, the fact of the matter is, is that his parameters have been set for us being a top four. And you've got people coming out with uh, fairy tales saying that he's, he's you know, basically he deserves a medal for getting us to the top four. What people seem to forget over the last 10 years, we've had players like Van Persie, Fabregas, Adebayor, Nasri, Kleb, all top-class players. Um, basically, so if you have top-class players like that, you're going to get a top four anyway if you compare them to other squads. Also, he's had a bit bigger budget, and I'm not talking about um, transfer budget. In terms of salaries, he was paying players more than, dare uh, I say, Tottenham. So we had a better player retention than them anyway. Plus, we had a better team, Tottenham team individuals. So Arsene Wenger doesn't deserve any merit for that. Um, if they're giving him a, a pay rise of, of £2 million, pan, on what grounds is he getting that pay rise? Because mm. if it's on performance rate pay, he, we have, we're not even we're no better than what we were before. He's had £100 million pound to spend. He still has a conundrum down the left-hand side. Much worse, he's bought a player like Xhaka, and he doesn't know whether Jack is a, a holding midfielder, a deep line uh, centre midfielder, or, or in a two. He doesn't know how to use a guy. So, and that's in my view, um, gross mismanagement. Also, in terms of like um, leadership, his selection that Bayern Munich was disgraced. I know a lot of you guys were saying that um, Ospina should have played, but in a big game like a European game, you want your best goalkeeper and you want a leader and an experience there. So. Playing a, a spinner was careless and poor management is is bad. And most importantly, he's lost the players. Mm. The players don't play for him. You're not doing the basics um, in a big game when it's Bayern Munich. Then, as far as I'm concerned, you, you're not playing for your manager. You, you're hanging him out of dry, and they did that. So, don't believe any of this um, blarney and fairy tales from players like Ramsey about how much they admire Arsene Wenger. They're not proving on the pitch. It's just pure. It's just fairy tales. I mean. Aaron Ramsey, I mean, he can sell, he can sell that that story to Walt Disney. Mm. You know what I mean? And they can, they can do like, they can do like, you know, you know, bring back, you know, maybe the Smurfs or something, Smurfs Two or something, or Cinderella, <laughs> Cinderella the sequel, because that was this pure first class rubbish he was coming out with. Well, I said, I, I said exactly the same thing. Um, I was, uh, I was on a podcast there at the weekend with the lads from Gooners in the USA. If anyone's listening, look them out in um, look them look them up on iTunes. Absolutely brilliant lads, um, Gooners in the USA. Great podcast. Um, and I said exactly the same thing, Claude. I come to you. I said exactly the same thing. If all these players respect Arsene Wenger so much, hmm. then they're not really showing it on the pitch, are they, Claude? Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, if they if they respect it, they would have put a shift in in Munich the other night. And I thought they were very poor against Sutton as well, though they got the result. But you've got to look at it this way as well. You've got to look at it. <laughs> if it's in the perspective of the if the board, yes, he is doing that. He is doing uh, He is doing because he's making them money. Mm, you know what I'm saying? So on the, on, the, on, that, on the business side, that's what they the board want. If you're looking at it from the fans' point of view, no, it's not. But the, <laughs> but the, uh, as far as the board are uh, concerned, He's doing everything they want because what mm-hmm. he's doing, he's raising the revenue. 
getting us in the Champions League uh, every season, uh, making the money for the board, and that's all they want. And as long as 60,000 people or 45,000 people renew their season tickets at the end of the season, <laughs> things won't change. Absolutely. Great point. Great point. Um, well said. Well said. I mean, Mems, what, what, Claude, what Claude says there is exactly right. You know, there's such a waiting list it's bang on. at the Emirates. It's bang on. There's such a waiting list for tickets at the Emirates. Um, you know, even if everyone who had a season ticket now did say, right, we're not going anymore, you know, we, yeah. we, we, we'll pass on our tickets, you know. There's, there's, four, there's 40 other thousand, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80,000 people that will buy their tickets, mate. Yeah, I agree. And Claude makes a really good point. I mean, if you look at it from the board's point of view, Arsenal is, is, is delivering, he's making the money, the money's coming in, and that's what that's what they want at the end of the day, it's the business. From, from my point of view, I mean, my concern if Arsenal does stay, uh, stays for another two years. I think potentially the, the the fans who are giving him a little bit of a leeway now and, and saying that yeah they he should go in you know on, on good terms he should go at the end of the season. I honestly believe if if he stays for another two years, you will see that slide tipping towards a little bit of frustration and anger towards Arsene Wenger. Mm. And I think that you will see a lot of that, um, it getting worse over at Arsenal in terms of protest, in terms of banners, in terms of a lot of anger towards Arsene Wenger. So my my concern is that if he does stay, I can only see it getting worse. That place will become even more toxic, uh, and I really no one wants to see Arsenal going out like you know uh, be handed out. So I think it will be the right time for him to go. If he stays, I can't see things getting any better, um, and I think the board have really really got to think long and hard about this because if, if they do give Wenger a new contract and it goes wrong, they're going to be have to be held accountable. So it's a really big summer it's a big decision for Gazidis and for Gronky so uh, I don't I don't, I don't want something to stay um, because purely for the fact that I feel that, that it will turn our fans divide even more and it will do a lot of harm to him long term as well in terms of his his legacy and what what he's done for Arsenal absolutely Lee let's, Lee, let's get your get your uh, thoughts on Wenger signing a new two year contract mate um, well my thoughts are couple of things really. The first one is I think Arsene Wenger is a very, very clever man. And I'll tell you why he's very clever. He's convinced everybody that the um, the League Cup is a, a nothing trophy. So um, we we relinquish our any chance of winning that and the, uh, whatever. And by the time the um, Champions League comes around, we're out of that with the Champions League. The, the, what I'm saying is like we're out of the Champions League already, but we've also thrown away the chance of winning the Cup as well because, you know, oh, we're resting players for this. Well, when it comes to the last, uh, when the, the Cup comes around, we're, we're, we're out of the Champions League every season. But he seems to get away with it. And it's a very, very clever thing that he does. I have to say, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed by his cleverness on that. <laughs> um, and he convinces every fan that that's, that's the way to go. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll chuck out the, the League Cup because for bigger fish to fry. Well, what bigger fish have we got to fry? By the mm. time we come to, by the time the, the, the League Cup comes around, we're out of the FA Cup. Uh, so we're out of the Championship. We're out of the Champions League, and so we're all. So all we've got left is the FA Cup. And um, the other thing on Arsenal, Wenger, and I think this is a good point. It was that last last season, a year ago today or yesterday, was when we went to Manchester United, lost three two. What has changed against the, against the reserves? Yeah. What has changed in the last year? It is exactly the same as what it was last season. Now, in two days' time, and I'm not uh, pumping up my own um, 
stand, Joe, here. But um, in, t- in two days' time, it was that time that I'd done that rant against Swansea. It's a year ago in, in two days' time. Um, and everything that I said in that is nothing's changed. Mm. It's a whole it's lot gone yeah. It's gone, you know, I, I, I want to know what has changed for us to say, do you know what, Arsene? Yeah, you deserve an, a, a contract. We're still out of Europe. Mm. We're still um, not competing in the league. We've, um, we've actually this season spent 90 million more than what we did last season because we spent 10 million a year the year before yeah. the same mistakes are still happening a year later so are we going to be here next year saying exactly the same things and yeah. a year after and that's my worry about Arsene Wenger nothing seems to have improved well, he's spe- spending now, Lee, isn't he? I mean, so, I mean, you're right. I mean, nothing's ter- changed in terms of the tactics on the pitch and the results and the end product. But at least now he's, he's gone out and spent big on, on Mustafi and, and, and he's bought Granite Shacker in and he's bought Lucas Perez in as well. So he's spent £90 million. So there is some sort of change there, isn't there? You know, the board is giving him the money to spend. So there is a little bit of spend. There is a little bit of change, rather. Yeah, so, so what you're saying then is he's wasting £90 million. Well, basically, <laughs> basically, yeah. I'm not being, you know, detrimental by that. He's wasted 90 million because it's the same old rubbish. We still can't defend. We still concede goals against top class sides. I was talking about this, um, funny enough, the other day with, um, with, with another Arsenal fan. Name another team. I, I, I don't mean to tell you that. Name another team. Do you know, like, when we beat Manchester United, beat them last season, we beat them 3 0. Do you remember that? We beat them fantastically. Yeah. 3-0. Yeah, right. first, first, first off blitz, wasn't it? How many yeah. goals did we concede in the corresponding fixture? We lost 3 2. Mm. Right? We can't beat Chelsea 3 0 this time. What was the corresponding score? 3 1. 3 1. We concede three goals again. <clears throat> Nothing changes. We Defensively, we are not good enough. And it does not get improved every season. Now, I, I this, this say to Arsenal, I'd love to have a conversation with them, you know, Arsenal Wenger. Say to him, like, right, we'll give you a new two-year contract because, OK, things are not too bad if you look at it from over the last few years. A couple of cups, we're staying in the top four. Some teams like Manchester United, by the way, would um, bite your hand off for that at this moment mm-hmm. in time. So, I think... Uh, Chris uh, Hudson said it once. Let's not be ashamed about getting in the top four. You know what I mean? And I think that's a dead great comment. But what what is got to come after that? You know, what what are we going to do to improve? What are you going to do to improve this side? Because you spent ninety million. That's not worked. Is it that you need a new coach, someone young and fresh that's going to come in and give you ideas? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm I'm all for saying change, but you know. If Arsene Wenger was prepared to change, that could be a difference. But he's not prepared to change. Because if he was prepared to change, things would bloody change. Mm. And they don't. Lee, can I come across you? Sorry a minute. No, you say, uh, sorry, mate. Can I come across you a minute here? You said what's um, about finishing in the top four is, not, is, is a great achievement. I don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Because there's oh. 16 clubs below us. They've got far less resources than us. So we should be finishing in that, in that position. Yeah, I do say that. I'm not saying that it's an achievement club. And I, I, what I'm saying is it's something that we shouldn't be ashamed of if we get top four. It's like, mm. it's a little bit, oh, we get top four. You know what I mean? I, 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 that's the bare minimum as far as I'm concerned. If we don't get top four, I get stupid comments, Claude. People coming around and going, now the best thing for Arsenal is to not end up in the top four. Best for, best mm. for what? Who's that best for? Mm. You know, it's certainly do you know, best for us. What, do, 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 do you know why they say that, Lee? It's 
sorry, Lee, do you know why they say that? It's because they feel that if, if we do finish at the top four, maybe then we will see the change in the board's approach. Of, it won't happen, yeah. It won't happen. It's what, yeah, but hold on a minute. It didn't do any harm to Chelsea to finish out the top four. Yeah, but the yeah, thing, 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 thing about it, Claude, is that you've got to realise that Abramovich kicks every ball at Chelsea. He's, he's become a Chelsea fan. And he's mm. and what's happened, right, is Chelsea come first. Second, there's nowhere for Abramovich. Because what Abramovich has discovered, and he's very clever in that, and what a lot of Arsenal fans don't accept, people who, who are Arsenal Vanker fans talk about financial doping. What, but what Abramovich has discovered is that if you do it on the pitch, then commercially, the, yeah. the commercially you'll make money. Like, for instance, in America, Asia, Australia, and, you know, in Africa, Chelsea outsell Arsenal. Why? Because they win. They're more, they more successful. And, yeah. and they win the successful. So, and Man City's that stupid Arsenal. Now, Arsenal mm-hmm. traditionally are a massive club, but if we don't get success in the pitch, then we're not going to transfer, translate that into proper commercial success. We're only, success we're, only, we're only successful commercially on reputation and for the fact that our social media is the biggest in, is the biggest in the world, i.e. because we got there first, and that more people want to watch Arsenal because it's accessible and because it's near the West End. But in terms of Arsenal Football Club, the, the thing is, is that the parameters are all the same. They're not football people. But whether you like it or not, you can blame the borders to your blue in the face. But if you cut up the layers, you look at the results, you look at player, player retention, look at play improvement, and you look at the tactics and the character of the player, all of this boomerangs to Arsenal Wenger. So... I don't blame the board. I blame Arsene Wenger. You know why? Because he's the most long-serving employee out of the board whatsoever. So he has to be accountable. Well, Sorry hang about Ken. Hang about <laughs> I mean, I blame the board because at the end of the day, if, 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 if Arsene Wenger's not doing his job, if any of us are not doing our job yeah. correctly, it's down to your employee to, to, to pull you up, isn't it? So yeah, I yeah, blame the Mems, board. For... Mems, Mems, they're not going to pull him up because they, they, they don't they don't want. They, all they are interested in is money. revenue yeah. coming in. And not, look, Clonk has already said he's not interested. He doesn't care if we don't win trophies. He's not here to win trophies. Yeah, he's already mm-hmm. made that statement. Yeah, and all these people are all the same in the same boat. You see, until we get, I think also that's another big thing. I, I don't think uh, getting rid of Wenger is going to be the solution here. Because we we we're gonna we haven't got a ball there. But why not? But, but, Claude, but Claude, why not though? Why not? Because the thing about it, right, is that the, the problem with Arsene Wenger is that you can't blame the board, right? Mm. If we're losing eight, eight, if we're losing eight two to Man United, or if we're losing six 0 to Chelsea, six three mm. to City, losing five one and getting to the extent that when we play our rivals, who or tactically prepared for our weaknesses and our strengths. We are not even close. But why, Kenny? Just yeah, but sorry, sorry to so sorry Kenny, to sorry Kenny, to come in there. Players, you've got to look at our players as well, mate. They're not. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. They're not exactly but who recruited them? Who recruited them? Who? Because, yeah, but also that's because the board limited the wages that we can give these you, players. We can't get the better players because it, the ball won't go to the wages that yeah, they but, want. Yeah, but if you get this all right, where the problem lies, right, Kenny. Cool. I, I hear you saying, Claude, but what my arguments always. That's say. why we didn't get Kante. That's why we right. didn't get Kante <laughs> last year because of the wages. Yeah, even if we got Kante and then we got Messi and even we got Cristiano Ronaldo, as long as this man. And I'll say, I'm not saying it disrespectfully, as long as Arsene Wenger is in charge of Arsenal with the same tactics in terms of playing one way and not having a plan B, 
we will be mullered defensively because what will happen yeah. is that teams will, teams will bypass their match midfield and regularly get our back four. And no man Agree. in the right place is going to stop that. And that's why it has to be Arsene Wenger. He has, and that's the thing. It's not about whether Arsene Wenger spends money. How many players mm. has Arsene Wenger improved? How many players? What sort? You look at the characters of players that he inherited. There are a lot of yeah. like yeah. now, now. That's down to Arsene Wenger. The f- yeah. and what about the fact that it took him about seven years to get a top class mm. goalkeeper? He's never sorted mm. out the defence. Um, in terms of like, um, like. In terms of like improving players, what about if it's the famous youth system we had? Mm. How youth players have come through in under Arsenal's management. We had players, Sanchez Watts has disappeared, Randall's disappeared, Lance Reed's at Aston Villa, struggling. So, yeah, I, I agree, Kenny, but, but what about if Allegri comes in, yeah? Um, let's put mm. a scenario there. Yeah? Allegri comes in, yeah? He comes in and the ball won't, and he wants these certain players, but the ball won't go to their wages, yeah? Then he has to go to another. He has to get another player that he doesn't really want because the ball won't give him the money to, to get get those specific players. <laughs> You're back to square one again. But but what I'll say on that is sorry, Kenny. What I'll say on that just just what I'll say on that note is that look what Conte has done at Chelsea. Yeah, I mean he hasn't really bought in any of his own players really, have he? As, you know. It's a change of style. It's a change of tactic. It's a it's a new, fresh yeah, approach. I agree. I agree. And look at them. Not had, Good point. Yeah, but also, also, I agree with you on that. But they've not had any injuries. And remember, they also bought Kante, the player we should have bought. And I think it would have made a massive difference to us this season. Mm. He did bring Kante in, didn't he? So I just want to touch on a point that Kenny Ken made um, just just earlier there. Now, he, when he talks about how we can beat the big, t- you know, we can beat the small teams, Hull City, West Brom, you know, these teams like that. But Lee, what what is it? Why can't we beat the big teams? What 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 is stopping us? A bit of arrogance, I reckon, as well, Lee. Uh, yeah, a little bit of arrogance. I honestly think it's because other teams like Manchester City, Manchester United. Chelsea and that have got players as good as our players or better than ours. So at the end of it, you're not going to roll over these teams. Tactically, you've got to be able to, to beat them. Uh, you know, we are going to be, if we play Hull, not, just not picking, I'm just picking on Hull or, or a team of that uh, stature, eight out of ten times we're going to beat them. It's because we've got better players. You know, it's not rocket science. You've got to, it's, football is about players. You're, the bet that you're only as good as your players. And the fact of the matter is, that's why uh, Arsene Wenger has never beaten Mourinho, because Mourinho comes up with his teams as good, or if not better, than, our, than ours. But tactically, he's much better, um, you know, grilled than, than Wenger. He, you know, he, he looks on. at it and he tactically goes, right, well, there's a weakness on the left flank. I'll tell you what, I'll play so-and-so this game. You know, mm. you go back to Man United. Uh, you know, they used to play against Arsenal. He used to play um, the... the um, the uh, Korean fella, I can't think of his name now, and um, he played Park. He played about two games for them. <laughs> Home and away against us. Never played yep. again. Uh, um, the, the fella that plays at um, uh, West Brom now, Fletcher, he used to put him in there and they used to spoil and muck, muck up Arsenal. The next game, yep. it don't matter if they was man the match against Arsenal, the next game they go and play somebody else. We don't do that. Against Bayern Munich, right, we'll, and, I'll, and I'll argue with any Arsene Wenger in person, where was the tactical awareness of that football team? Mm. It was zero, mate. It was zero. Because Mm. at the end of it, you're not going to have a lot of the play, but, oh, let's play Mm. Chamberlain out wide. 
and we put like Urzel in there that's not going to get much of the ball. You don't mm. play Urzel in a game like that. You just say, I'll tell you what, I'm going to um, I'm going to play a, a right, you know, rigid defensive performance and, and hopefully mm. nick a 1-0 or a 2-1 win. And yep. we, we haven't got that. You know, we had that with Jules Graham. What, 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 what we need now is half a Jules Graham and half an Arsene Wenger, that sort of manager that's going to take us yep. to both levels. We have not got that. And I'll tell you what, another thing about Arsene Wenger, which is getting on my, it's great on me, and Kenny come up with the fantastic point earlier on about the goalkeeper. You don't do that. It's about making a proper decision, a decision that's not going to be exactly sit right with you. You've got to make a tough decision, i.e. which goalkeeper you go with. I'll tell you what, I won't make a tough decision. I'll say, you can play here and you can play there. Well, he doesn't do that with Ozil. He doesn't say to Ozil, right, I'll tell you what, Mesut, you're going to play all the league games, but Aaron's going to come in there and play all the cup games. It don't happen. I'll give, you an exa- I'll, give you, I'll give you an example about Lee. He's um, in the Carling Cup final this weekend, Man United. I see Wayne Rooney on the bench. He's a club captain. He's the, he's the folk hero. Mourinho's realised that you know that they're functioning a lot, lot better without Rooney in the team. And he's, he's made a bold decision and he's dropped him. Would, would Arsene Wenger have done that? Was no. Would, no. no way. No way he was not. Who was the goalkeeper? Romero. Yeah. No, the final. No, it was the Hale's goal. The Hale's in the final. Hale. Yeah. It was in the final. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was. He made a couple of good saves. Yeah. Played his top goalkeeper in the Carling Cup fight. There's no sentiment in that. Do you know why there's no sentiment in that? Because he wants to win, and he was. And not only does he want to win, he has to win because if he doesn't win, the pressure comes on him. And that's. Yes, guys, I agree. Lee, I agree with you. One minute. Sorry, Sorry. Um, Sorry. Yeah, because I think I don't know who this is. I was at Cardiff in 2007, right? And we played the, one of the best teams in in probably Europe, i.e. Chelsea, uh, London rivals, and they played Drogba, Lampard, um, checking goal. Is that uh, when Phil Walcott scored his first yeah, goal? Yeah. Yeah. We, we we had. Henri on the bench, Gareth mm-hmm. didn't play. We had um, Lehman on the bench. We had Almunia, and we had we had was it Julio Baptista, the Nielsen. Yeah, the RB played well that day. What can I say? Mm-hmm. Eh? And it, and yeah. I say? Also, boys, also boys, you can go all about you can go on about tactics as well, and I agree with you a lot on tactics and there's between but you can also say it's the players as well. If you if you've got players like Cochran who run around like a headless chicken and um, yeah. and not doing their job properly and people and uh, Bellerin and Mustafi arguing and not doing their job properly you can have all the tactics in the world but it ain't going to help is it? You do you know what do you know what Claude you're 100% right mate but the thing is over the last 10 years we've had so many players come and go but the problems are still mm. the same so mm. it, you can single out players and say mm. they're not pulling their weight, but these same problems keep on happening over and over again. That's the problem, called mate. Yeah, and, other, it, it annoys me because you get people like Hector Bellerin. Oh, well, if, if Wenger doesn't, if Wenger goes, oh, I'm going to go as well. Well, mate, well, mate he, do me a favour. You've not actually made it, mate. You've not made it to the top, mate. Don't start dictating where you're going to go and what you're going exactly. to do. Make, make, make the top level first and then start talking. Absolutely. You're, you're nowhere near what, uh, the perfect player yet, mate. So. Well, Hector, well, well, well said, Claude. I mean, I, I, I absolutely hate all this. If Arsene Wenger leaves, we're going to leave as well because you should be committed first and foremost to the club. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if Arsene Wenger was to leave, 
fine. I understand that there's some players that are a bit loyal to him, but you shouldn't never come out and say if the manager's mm. going to go, I'm going to go as well because that's just just, just wrong. Mm. Not you just paper talk, to... though, mate. You know, it's... I hope so, Craig. I really do because it's it's, it's quite frustrating when you hear things like that because. You know, you, you, I mean, you look at all these players that played under Mourinho at Chelsea, your Lampards and your Terrys and things like that. They didn't turn around and say, if Mourinho was going to go, I'm going to go as well. They, cut, they stayed and they, they played for the next manager. And, they, you know, you, you knuckle down and you, you give everything mm. to the club, not a single individual. Yeah, well said. That's, an, that's another thing. If, look, since 2006, right, when he, we've moved from the Emirates, right, he's changed, he's changed all the big characters, he's taken all the big characters out, right, and signed players that haven't got characters. And that's the big... Because he don't want too many big characters in the dressing room. And I think that is another major fault in him. Because he don't want too many big characters. And I think even Sol Campbell said it the other day. Mm. He didn't want too many big characters in the dressing room. And Sol cool. Campbell said the other day, when he came back to Arsenal, the difference in the players' mm. mentality to the players that he left was completely different. Interesting. Cool. Do you and that's down you know, to the manager as well. Cool. Do you know what breaks my heart as well, mate? Is that... Um... I see Freddie Lundberg leaving in, in midweek. He's going to join Wolfsburg and he's he's, a, he's one, one of my all-time favourite players. And It breaks my heart when I see these ex-players, the players that have contributed so much to the club and the legends in my eyes, the Dennis Bergkamps, the Vieira, Henri, Lundberg. Why do they need to go to other clubs mm-hmm. in order to, to make a living? Surely the club should be utilising... Uh, their skills at this club. And when, I can't understand the logic of Arsene Wenger. Why would you not want Patrick Vieira in your dressing room or coaching the youth team? Or why would you not want Dennis Burkamp? Yeah, but club? to be fair, Mems, to be fair on that one, I think the job he's taken at Wolves uh, is a higher job than what he's got at the moment, the Emirates. Yeah, I, and I think it's it is. more experience. It is. So that's why he's doing that. I don't think it's because... Uh, that's down to Freddie. I mean, he's got more of a chance to go up a level, and uh, eventually he may come back another, come back in a higher level at Arsenal. But why, why, that's why he's doing the Wolfsburg. Job. While we're on the subject, of course, Jonker has gone as well. Um, yeah. The youth, the uh, obviously the youth team. I think he's the youth team manager. Now, I find this quite alarming, to be honest. Um, that someone of his stature has actually left. Um, mm. I, I thought this man was, you know. I think this man yeah, was... Then again, Craig, uh, uh, then again, sorry to go over that, so he's, he's going to manage Wolfsburg, which is a higher job. You, you can't... It's like, you don't expect him to stay as a youth uh, coach at Arsenal when he's got a job, a big job like... He's a pro, do you know what? Probably a no, bigger I'm, job. No, absolutely. And, and of course, and no one, no one, no one is going to, um, no one is going to, you know, grieve him for leaving. But I just find it, I just find it quite weird that these little things are happening now. Um, I've got a theory. I've got a theory, Craig, about that. Go on. Um, obviously, Dick Law's contract up in the summer. Um, Yonkers now gone. I'm just thinking, do you think Arsenal are planning to bring in a director of football at the club? Someone to do both the roles. Can you imagine? I, or, are they I, make, or are they making that role available for Arsenal Wenger? Well, I mean, we, we, we see tonight now, while we're doing this podcast, that Luca, Lucas Enrique has told Barcelona that he won't be their manager next year. Um, we've got Allegri, you know, has supposedly told his friends. Um, I don't know how much I believe it. Probably don't believe it at all, but it's a talking point. Um, have told his friends that, he, that, that he's coming to manage Arsenal next year. So, Ken, what, what, what do you make of that situation? Well, the thing about it, right, is that, you know my favourite word, 
at the moment, until we hear something concrete, we've got to see it as just fairy tales. Mm. The only factual thing in, in that is that um, Enrique is leaving Barcelona, and I think that a lot, a lot of that is probably down to the fact that um, Barcelona's um, results, um, they're training right out uh, Real in the league, although Real are losing 3 2 at the moment. So yeah, I saw that, yeah. But surely, Ken, surely, Ken, at yeah. the moment, with the way things are, that's going to turn Arsene Wenger's head, I reckon, don't you? Well, it, it, well, I hope it does turn Arsene Wenger's head, because um, as far as I'm concerned, um, Arsene Wenger's, Arsene Wenger's um, has turned down a lot of jobs. He said that he, he wants to continuously manage. I understand that his agent is touting his um, you know, will be touting his services if he no longer um, wants to play at Arsenal, but the conundrum is always going to be if we've got these, play, these um, coaches available, it's just down to us and need to. And I use the word not accept, I use the word strong word, admit that he's not the right man for the job. And it's and we could all, you know, sit here, talk about it. Fans can protest, you know, um, people on TV can um, make their remarks. I still, I still say that unless Arsenal admits his time's up. We're going to be having this conversation next year, the year after, and that's the thing. He won't. He won't by yeah. the way, won't. by the way, the only thing I believe in the Daily Star is the date on the paper. So the Daily Star used to be um, quite a, an Arsenal newspaper back in the day. Peter Hill Wood used to give all these exclusives to the Daily Star. So um, anyway, that's just me. No, but, but I, I think I think I think the, I think the thing in terms of like. Uh, all these managers' availability, it kind of blows it out of the water when um, people talk. Whenever you go up to an Arsenal fan or a fan of another club, you say, right, I'm dissatisfied with Arsenal thing and I want to replace. They'll say, who? Who's available? Yeah, well, um, we, first question. Yeah, but look at the situation. We've got potentially replaceable replaceable candidates out there. Mm. And, if you, if you're, and the biggest thing that I've always said to people is that hang on here Angelotti since we've had Arsenal England um, in the last since he's left Chelsea he's moved to about three jobs Mourinho's moved to about three jobs um, Kuru's moved to about three jobs and even Klopp's moved around so when you when you talk about um, ma- managerial availability since Arsene, since we've had my dissatisfaction well since I've had my dissatisfaction with Arsene Wenger these managers have gone from club to club hmm. so it kind of blows it out of the water when people come out and say, who's available? It's right. It's, and they, they expect you to just be silent and say, well, don't complain then. No, not me, mate. Not me. I do my research before I, I slag off our do, do, do you know what me, do you know makes me laugh, Ken, as well? Is, um, is, is that they'll find faults with absolutely every manager that you suggest. If you yeah. suggest a certain manager, they'll turn and say, oh, he, he, can he manage big clubs or he's not done it in the Champions League? They'll find a fault with absolutely every manager, but they'll ignore... Um, and what makes me laugh is they'll find a fault with every single manager and we got Arsene Wenger from Grand Prix 8. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. You know, yeah, 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 the other conundrum as well is that there's this fallacy um, where they call it, I hear on Twitter, they call Wenger Ball. Wenger Ball doesn't exist. Wenger Ball hasn't existed since 2008 when we had... Um, mm. that the ticky-tacky ticky, ticky football. When we had Hleb... We had Hleb, um, um, like Ziggy, Ziggy, Fabregas, like, yes. Eduardo Van Persie, Adebayor. That we we haven't played superb. We that's superb team. That didn't win the league. Got to yeah. the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Bottled the league. You know, like I said, um, lost mm. to the semi-finals of Spurs, um, six-two on aggregate. Excellent mm. team, but it didn't win. Mm. Since then, our football's just been 
how do I say it without trying to be horrible? It's it's it's, a, it's equivalent of headers and volleys in Andover Estate of Bridgewater Park. Headers and <laughs> yeah, mate. Just yeah. play very well. Great, Craig. Yeah. Craig, can I ask you what what do you think of Allegri? I mean, uh, is he the manager that excites you? That you think that you can, he can do uh, he can do a good job if he take, takes over? To be honest with you, Mems, um, I'm just looking for a change. Um, obviously, Allegri is 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 the standout. Is the standout candidate? His 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 statistics are. I don't normally do stats, but you know when I've read through his statistics, they're very very impressive. Um, could he could he come into the Premier League and manage Arsenal? I think he could. Um, what excites me about change is is, and I keep going back to it. I know I keep saying it, but what excites me about the change is is I look at Chelsea this year. You know yeah. they, they were down and out last year. They've got rid of their messiah, you know. Because let's, 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 you know, let's not beat around the bush. Mourinho's their messiah, right? You, you, you saw, you saw the reaction to when when he got sacked. You know, there was people were going mental, but it might not have happened. You know, it could have taken Chelsea. It might take Arsenal two years, but two, three years. But I am willing to take two. You know, I'm I'm willing to take steps back to move forward yeah. um, you know something has got to be done something has got to be done at Arsenal I agree with you I agree with you I watch us on the pitch I w- and we're just not the Arsenal that I remember I've also I've, I've often said that watching Arsenal at Highbury and watching Arsenal at the Emirates is like watching two different clubs mm-hmm. it's it's just not the same there's, there's, there's no passion anymore there's no Aggression anymore. There's no, you know, it's all it's all too nice. And yeah, it's it's doing it's it's, it's doing my head in. Craig, can I ask a question? Of course, can. Um, when you say like, oh, we're going to take two steps back with a new manager, what does that actually mean? Because well, what I'm saying is, what what I'm saying is, from what we are now, well, yeah, true. But what probably what I'm trying to get at is, I mean, if we finished outside the top four for two years. You know, and well, that might happen this year. It, well, it might do. Um, Probably will. You know, I look at it. Right? I look at Arsenal now. Right? I don't think we can get any worse than what we can. Okay. I, 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 you know, we're not we're not a Leicester that's going to be. Um, you know, if Arsenal comes six in the league, that's the worst we can ever get because of what what we've got, the players we've got. I can't see any other manager coming in and, and saying, right, I'll take over Arsenal, say if it's Allegri. And we'll be tenth in the league. I can't see it. I can't see it happening. I, I, you know, even if we put in Roy, Roy Odson, I can't see us coming tenth in the league. Oh yeah. So, oh no, I'm not <laughs> suggesting we're going to come tenth. But I'm, no, but what I'm saying is, I don't. I, you know, there's two steps back, Lark, and are we going to have to be scared of what you wish for? Well, what, 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 what? what? I, 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 well, I mean, I if Allegri get... comes in, if Allegri comes in, you would hope that he's going to come in with with, with new ideas, new, and not just new ideas and new tactics, but he's going to want to bring new players in. He's mm. going to want to bring, you know, he's going to want his, Yeah, well, that's what I mean. But it might not happen straight away. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's not, you know, yeah. it, it might yeah, not it happen in this first season. I'm not, even, I'm not even a go here. I'm just saying, like, this time last season, Wenger's done the same thing. Mm. And oh, I know. I know you're not having a go, but I'm just saying, if he comes in, you know, he's going to want to put his own stamp on the team. He's going to want to put his own methods into the training, mm. his own coaching methods. He's going to want to bring might his own players time. in. Might take time. Might take time. You know? But not necessarily, though. Not necessarily. No, exactly. Because look at Chelsea. <laughs> no, <that's laughs> point. Yeah. I think it'll improve us. Yeah, but you look at you look, you look, you look, you look, put some tactical structure to our team yeah. with the players we've got now, will surely improve us. Yeah, I, think what, yeah. I think what Craig's trying to say as well is that basically, I mean, I mean we, we are. 
I mean, I know what you're saying, Lee. It was like, you know, how much worse can it get? But it can get worse. We we could go a couple of years without Champions League football. We could be finishing six. We we'll do that anyway. Members, we do that anyway. You can't tell me that that Champions League football is is six group games. Mm. They're boring as anything. <laughs> Absolutely. They are boring as anything. I agree with Lee there. Yeah. But they, but they, but they. So the nitty gritty of the Champions League. Mm. We're sitting on. We're watching it on BT Sport. I know, but 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 Lee, there's no denying that being in the Champions League, it does benefit the club. It benefits financially. Me as a supporter, yeah, no, no, it doesn't benefit you as a supporter, but it does benefit the club because you 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 generate your revenue. You can able to attract more players in the transfer window. So it is there is. I mean, I know we're we're washing it away and saying it's not beneficial to us because of the frustration of being in it and not really progressing over the last twenty years. But as a club, you get in your revenue. You you know, when you go and bid for a player, you can turn and say you're going to be performing. In the Champions League, so let's let's be honest, guys. I mean, that's like Champions League. Mems, 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 but Mems, but there's there's a point of contention there. It doesn't matter whether you've got Champions League football or not. If you if you you've got to realise is that some of the best players and the best talents in Europe and the world are not buying into the Arsenal message. And we've had Champions League football incessantly, more regularly than Man City, more regularly than top than Chelsea, more regularly than. Um, Man United. Yet these players are buying into the Man United dream, the Man City dream, and the Chelsea dream. You can't deny it. Chelsea and Man United are not in the Champions League. In fact, Chelsea not in Europe. But the players like the Kante's, the Ibrahimovic, the Pogba's have no, bought into the. And what they what what's happened is they bought into a, a manager who has a plan for how he's going to develop their careers. Arsenal Wenger hasn't got a plan and how he to improve players. Another thing as well is that I hear what you guys are saying about the situation in terms of it could go wrong and it could take two years. But we've seen evidence on about five or six occasions where managers have gone into clubs and won the titles in their first season. The best example is Mourinho. Back in the day, Chelsea were like Arsenal. They were the yeah. perennial underachievers. They're the ones who, who, who didn't have the bottle in the big games. Mourinho taught, turned John Terry... And Frank Lampard into winners overnight. Now, Allegri, I'm not saying it could happen, but Pellegrini won the league with Mancini's players. Mm-hmm. Conte is going to win the league with Mourinho's players. Mm-hmm. Um, Ranieri won the league with Pearson's players. It can happen. And the oh, reason why it, it could, and it's more likely to happen at Arsenal, because the recipe for success, 70% of it is there. The club is in a financial footing. It's yeah, we're very close. And the players are internationals. Mm. They just need another message. I agree with you. I agree with you, Ken. It's a good point. Yeah. I've just got one bit to say about Arsene Wenger's certain players as well, and I think we've got to have a little look at this. Oh, Theo Walcott. Um, players of that ilk. You know, you can put in their Aaron Ramsey as well if you want. Like, are they going to be able to go through a whole season and with their sleeves rolled up and win leagues for you. I don't think they're no, players no, that the no. bodies are physically, mentally able Can to I, do. Do you know what? I don't, I, I don't know if they're that bad or we over uh, expect so much from them or we've hyped them up so much over the years and we expect them to do so much. But my, 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 my concern is, is, is how many of these players that you've just mentioned, Lee, the Theo Walcotts, the Oxlade Chamberlain, the Ramses, how many of them have really developed over the last couple of years under Arsene? You know, we look at players who have, you know, look at look at you look at players like James Milner, for example. You look at other players like you know, players at Man United like the Carricks and things like that. They seem to step up another level when and they, they, they when a new manager comes along, they they perform. 
these players seem to be at the consistent same level year after year after year. I don't see any improvement on these players. But that is down to that, the, is, that is down to Arsene Wenger. You know, it is, the, of course. Yeah. I I don't think Theo Walcott, mm. Aaron Ramsey um, are that good. I think that we have massively overhyped them. Um, yeah. Oxlade Chamberlain, another one. But in fairness to Oxlade Chamberlain, the last the last six months, I think, well, the last obviously say the, the last six weeks. I've seen him playing. He's, he's really yes. coming on. Um, yeah. I've got to say that about the Ox. But Walcott and Ramsey. I mean, we overhyped Ramsey because you know he scored those for goals. Yeah, you know, for that one yeah. season. I mean, people were tweeting to Real Madrid that they brought the wrong Welshman <laughs> and all this business. <laughs> right, Theo Walcott. is probably living off. He's probably living off that twenty twenty goal season he had um, after yeah. Robin van Persie left. Mm-hmm. I need to. I need to. I need to ask this question: Is Alex Awobi yeah, good enough? Yeah, but there's enough? more players. Is, no, no, that's why no, I'm, no, I'm no, just going no, on to. No, is Alex Awobi no, good no. enough to be in the first team for Arsenal? No, no, no not at the moment. Is Francis no, Coughlin? Right. Is Francis Coughlin good enough to be in the first team at Arsenal? No, absolutely. And, absolutely. And nor is nor is Monreal. Yeah. Nor is Kieran Gibbs. Yeah. Have left back problem. None of them are. And even this, uh, you go on about Mustafi. I think I think he's overrated. I think he's, he's been poor. His weaknesses. He's, are, Hmm. He's, there's weaknesses in his games. So I mean, there's, there's, there's there's weaknesses, weaknesses. in Kashelny as well. Everyone goes hmm. on about Kashelny being world class. Hmm. What a load of rubbish! Hmm. This is our fan base yeah. saying Kashelny yeah. is a world class rubbish. Yeah, is yeah, world yeah. class. I mean, even Peter Cech is, is is you know. Yeah, I, I had exactly. an argument. I had an argument with a fellow the other day trying to tell me that Peter Cech's world class. He was, no. but well, he's not no. anymore. We should have bought Hugo Lloris four years ago. I can't believe yeah, we, never, we let him go to Spurs. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest mistake. He kept faith with Walter Szczesny and all this crap in goal. And we kept faith with all these players. We should have bought Hugo Lloris four years ago. And he's supposed to know the French market, French players, and yet he didn't buy Lloris. Why yeah, but he doesn't have it he to himself. Spurs? Yeah, but Claude, he doesn't have the French market to himself now. Remember, you've got to realise that other clubs... Yeah, but how does Spurs beat us to Hugo Lloris? How does Spurs beat us to simple. Hugo's Ligue Lloris is getting first-team football. He's promised the number one. Arsene Wenger would not, would not promise and didn't promise Hugo Lloris the number one at Spurs. Remember, we could have got Vertonghen, but Arsene Wenger wouldn't be well, playing... So you're telling me that Hugo Lloris at that time wasn't better than what we had? I like the number one goal. Yeah, but then again, Arsene Wenger's comments... If you look at Arsene Wenger's comments over the years... Whenever we've asked questions about buying big players in order to improve us, I don't want to kill the young players. I don't <laughs> want to kill their careers. Right or wrong? He's doing the same with Wojcik. Do you know what? Um, do you know what, what kills me with what, what Arsene Wenger says as well? Is that whenever we've we've had a we've had a performance and Kante plays well, and he'll come out and say, "Oh, we came very close to signing." <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll come. We'll, we we came very close to signing Didier Drogba. We came very close to. Why does he come Rubbish. out and say that? Why does he come out and say that? Mm. Well, does, you know, does he want us to say? Okay, well enough. You know, at least we tried to sign him, but we didn't. I'd prefer not to know. Yeah, he really doesn't help I'd himself, prefer, does he? Nah, he does. Let's just go back to Mustafi. Do you know his, what his what his weakness is? Go on, mate. the game. She's defending. Yeah. Any. Yeah, well, you see, see, Lee, that's the, he's got a play. Good pass to the ball, but he can't defend. Yeah, he's a right back, mate. Yeah, half though. Yeah, he wants yeah, to be. He wants to be a creative midfielder, I think, doesn't he? Yeah. And I, what did we I, do? I, it, you I, say I, he's a right back. What did we do at Chelsea? What did we do? Yeah, we put Gabriel, Gabriel put him right, right back, and then we put. You know, I mean, 
I can't believe what I'm. Uh, I can't believe what I'm seeing sometimes. But yeah, I know. But you know what? You say you're bad tag. All right. If we get Allegri in, will he get the backing from the ball though? Yes, he will. I think he will, Claude. The ones he actually wants, though. He will, he will, mate, because he's going to be their man, isn't he, Claude? You know what I mean? He's going to be their appointment. He's going to be there. They've got to back him. So the next manager that comes in, I I honestly believe he will get the boards back in. I I truly believe that. So there was no doubt for me that, you know, if the new manager comes in and he wants funds available, he will get it. I'm sure. But it's all about the board. Yeah, but you say that. You say that. But what about this? uh... Sanchez situation with uh, Chips Keswick, we won't go above what we... Sanchez well, should be absolutely... Get what he... You know. I don't think with Alexis Sanchez, Claude, that it's all about money, if I'm being honest, mate. I think, I think mm. to be honest with you, I think if they also even offer him £250,000, £300,000 a week, I don't even think he's happy at the club. Yeah, so I don't think he's... Yeah, okay, absolutely, man. Would, would he be happy with someone like Allegri or Sampali um, possibly in, in charge? I mean, Possibly. even with Sampali in charge, will he be happy then? Because he's worked with him for Chile, and it's so, you know, I mean, it's, it's possible. Called honestly, I mean, that is a possibility. I mean, is that, is that I, a bad thing though? Look, let's just let's just sum that up in in context. Like, Alexis Sanchez is not happy, right? Mm. So, what the hell is he still doing now? Mm. What he's going to go. He's going to go in the summer. So, so he's going to go, go in the summer, summer. right? He's not happy for a lot less than what he would have gone this summer. Mm-hmm. What mm. is the business sense in that? This, you know, this is someone that's making this. Going about Arsene Wenger, he's making money. Well, he's going to lose us thirty million there because mm. last summer he was worth sixty million. He's only going to be worth thirty this this mm. season of a year mm. left. Absolutely, yeah, you're right. But let's look at the situation with Jack Wilshere as well, Lily, because he's he's entering the last couple of months of his contract. Exactly. So they've, sent, they've sent him out on loan. He's going to, when he comes back from loan, he's going to be available to talk to our clubs. He's going to be worth virtually nothing. No, no, he's got a year left, doesn't he? No, he's got a year left, doesn't he? No, he's going to be it. When he, yes, when he comes back, when he comes back, no, I thought I he, he was free to speak with other clubs. No, he's got one year left. No, he's got when one he comes year back, left. when he when yeah. he comes yeah, back, yeah, when he comes back, he's got one year. Same as Oxlade no. Chamberlain, he's got another. But these these this shouldn't be happening. These players should be tied <laughs> up. Yeah, <laughs> tied yeah. up. Tied, you know what I mean? And if not, gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this, make our money. Ruthless, ruthless, ruthless. It's strange, though, isn't it? How the club's mentality has changed over the years. You know what I mean? Because we 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 was we used to sell sort of players when they get towards the thirties, and we've seen Dennis Burkamp getting a year contract. Perez didn't get a year contract, but now that then they started giving players like Rizeki new contracts all year. We're giving Mert Saka a new contract now. Arteta got new contracts now. Um, Benton yeah, got a five-year deal. Remember when yeah. Benton got that five-year deal? <laughs> but, yeah, but, but, oh, but can I just say one question? I've got one word for that. And I'm sorry, I've got one name, David Dean. If David Dean was here, do you think this nonsense, this, this no. shenanigans no, no, shambles no, be no, there? No, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely not. Bring back David Dean. That's where we should, that should be on a banner. That's you, know, you, know, you know, you know, you know what? Yeah, but you say that, Kenny, but David Dean fully supports Wenger. So. <laughs> yeah, but I was David Dean. But David Gein had Wenger on a leash. David Gein was a football yeah. man and yeah. most importantly, a football fan. And he, he had contacts in terms of Get um, the French market and all over the world. Plus, he had contacts with the FA. What we have now is that we've never really replaced David Dean. Like David Dean was actually right, to be honest. He was to get, yeah, to he get was. foreign investment. All right, he brought Cronky in, but it was actually right for the club because he deduced that if we're paying for the stadium, we can't be self-funding. So we needed foreign yeah. investment in the team. So he was right in what he did. It's just the way. It's just that the board at that time, you know, people like the um, the the ghastly 
Mr. Hillwood, said we don't want that sort here. Well, yes, Mr. Right. Hill, yeah. But what we didn't want was his sort here. <laughs> I <laughs> honestly believe, Clint, is that David Dean was the only man at the club as well that, that probably could overrule Arsene Wenger. Yeah. And, or and, could and, make and, Arsene Wenger see. Yeah. Mm. He yeah. was the only man, Craig, that that could probably say and say, do you know what, Arsene, you mustn't do that, or you've got yeah. to do that. You've got and to it, bring it, this fellow in, yeah. Yeah, and I think he'd done that with Sol Campbell, if I'm right. Because yeah, there was, I was going to say that. You know, there, there was, I think I read a, a bit of a Sol Campbell, how he was in David Dean's house until the early hours of the morning, they were negotiating about his salary, and Arsene Wenger didn't want to pay the, the, the salary, you know? and it was actually David Dean that overruled Arsene and said, nope. We're going to pay the salary. We're going to we're going to sign them. We're going to do it. So that's what's missing at Arsenal. Yeah. Wenger has got too much power. He's got too much for it. There's no one challenging him, and there's no one questioning him. And and you're right. All you guys are right. That we are we are missing more than any other player that's left Arsenal. More than Vieira, more than Henri. We have missed David Dean more than any 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 other person since his left. But uh, Bems, I will remind you that David Dean was the man that introduced Cronkite to the board. And it, it was yeah, the right was. decision. It's the right decision, though, Claude. It was the right decision. We needed foreign investment because we were yeah. paying for a stadium. If it, if, all right, all he did was bring the wrong, wrong foreign owner. Wrong person. But, the wrong but person. Yeah. He was right in what he did. Yeah, he was. Interesting point, that Kenny. To be honest, um, I've never sat. I've never sat and thought about it like that. But you're dead right, mate. Um, he was right. Yeah. You are dead right. So, what do we make of the game coming up at the weekend, then, lads? Um, oh, well. Liverpool, Liverpool yeah. the most unpredictable team in the league other than us. They've just been beaten by Leicester. Uh, Klopp, I would imagine Klopp's going to be very angry about that. Um, and he's going, to, you know, he's going to have Liverpool really fired up. Of course he is. We go up there, the we, we go up there um, after a 2-0 victory against Sutton. Um, you know, and it wasn't a great performance, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, against Sutton Craig, Craig it didn't have to be a great performance yeah, the situation is when you go there and get a banana skin like that you just excuse my French because you just go there do your shit and get the effing hell out of there yeah but we didn't do our you know shit I mean? Ken did we we, we won though we, we won, won the game yes won. we did but it was it, it was poor it, it was it was poor but the thing about it is that the, the, the situation there was, was is that we were under a lot of pressure everyone wanted us to lose and to be honest, what what happens is that if you're playing, let's let's not be horrible, but you're playing them rubbish, first class rubbish like Sutton, they reduce you to their level of first class rubbish in terms of performance. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. that's what happened that time against Sutton. Yeah, I, I get you, but I mean, they could have had two or three, and you, you know, I mean, that, 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 yeah, that that, is... it, the, the final ball, that their final ball. Was was pretty poor. I mean, the time when Ospina presented one of their players with a chance. Now, I mean, a, a, a Premier League player is is chipping him from um, twenty yards. That player's mm. first touch to put the first touch probably one of the first first touches there. You know what I mean? Mm. It's one of those things where they never they never really got in the last third and hurt us really, did they? Though. Yeah, come on, boys! Look, look! Come on, boys! We're nice and rest. They're on the floor, Liverpool. We're yeah, nice yeah. Rested. It should We've be got to tell them should be, yeah, but, but we you know, see that we 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 see that Mercer Ozil um, is going to be absent he's, again. He's sick. He's um, poorly, yeah. Last night, posting pictures of him and the boys bowling. Uh, mm. Today, he's out sick. Um, <sighs> is he sick? You know, he, he, is he, he sick? gets so much criticism, doesn't he? Old Do you know what the problem is? The, the problem I've got with this with this Liverpool game is that they're, they're so unpredictable. Is that on their day, Liverpool, they can turn us over and they can beat us five 0 
but they could also lose to any the smallest club in the league three 0 as well. So you don't know what Liverpool are going to turn up. You don't know what Arsenal are going to turn up. But I've got mm. no doubt. I've got no doubt that that Klopp will have his boys fired up. You've got Mane, who's just come back from the African mm. Cup of Nations now, who's going to make a real difference. And you see on the first game of the season, Harry mm. hammered. He hammered us, didn't he? He was, he was, he was ruthless against us. He, he's going to be playing possibly against Monreal. So Wenger's got to make a decision: does he stick with Kieran Gibbs? Does he stick with Peter Cech? You know, mm. it, yes, it, it, Peter Cech's got to play. He's a better goalkeeper than a spinner, and I, mm. that's my personal view. But I think in terms of tactics against Liverpool, you know, whenever you play a team like Liverpool that presses you, and in terms of pressing you from the front, I always say, if you press the pressers, then you get past their back four. Which means you've got to match them for match them in terms of pressing in round two. Why hold, why sit off them? Why not we press them? Because if you look at you look at Tottenham, whenever mm. whenever Tottenham lose games and Liverpool lost games, the common denominator on on Monday when they lost against Leicester is that Leicester pressed them from the front. Mm. Yeah. Pressed them in midfield and gave them you're no right. time the ball. So, so you would the first twenty minutes, first twenty minutes if we will come out. The if they get an early goal. We, yeah. If we can hold them for the first 20 minutes, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, but the thing is, he couldn't hold them. If we, try and, if we try and hold them and let them come at us, they're going to destroy mm. us. What mm. we've got to do is press them from the front. Whoever plays up front. Like, so, if we play Alexis Sanchez up front and he's telling his midfield to come up with me and press, we bloody well do that. Yeah. Because, because what you want to do is give Liverpool no time on the ball, get the cop you know, shattering us, put Crockett around a bit of pressure and force them mm. because that's how you beat pressing teams. Is it faction right. for pressing? Lee will tell you. Lee yeah, Lee, 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 um, what are your feelings going up to Anfield at the weekend, mate? Oh, I, t- I took a couple of things that I've got. Um, that I, I think there's a couple of interesting points we've got to, got to be brought up. Um, who's going to play at the back? Because I don't think Kishelman is going to be fit. So would you take a little gamble with Rob Holding? Um, that be the first one, or do you stick? Why with not Murtasaka? Why not Murtasaka? Nah, give him Gabriel. You're all right, mate. Gabriel. Not, but, all right, but what, all right. You're saying that. You're saying that. All right. Reason why. All right. Reason why I'm saying Murtasaka. Right. Is that one of the things we complained about is lack of leadership and organisation, but we've never complained about pace. Yet a player who has leadership and can organise the defence, we're saying no, he can't play. Why that's, didn't he play against Sutton then, Kenny? He hasn't had a game yet. If, all right, yeah. I hear what you're saying, but if we're, if, if we're going in Arsene Wenger's head, one of the big, our biggest bugbears about our defence is the lack of leadership and lack of organisation. Yet we're saying we can't play Mertesacker. I anymore. get all that. I get all that, Kenny. I, I really do. That. I don't understand why, why, that, why, why it's like, no, he can't play. No, I, don't I get Kenny, it. Kenny, no. won't do it, Kenny. Because Jura will him. Yeah. I'll tell you why he won't do it. Because mm. he'll think if he, if he get if he if he yeah, plays and he goes wrong, he'll get slaughtered. That's all right, 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 why should Liverpool be running all right, 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 Defenders of Premiership with no pace, yet their midfield don't allow their back forwards to get up. Does, does Vertonghen and all those players like Vertonghen and Abdavara, do they have pace? Not really, but them Tottenham's midfield don't let their back, don't let their attackers run on their defenders. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, I, get, I, I get what you're saying, Kenny, um, and what you say is completely 100% correct. 
but I just don't think this is the right game to be throwing Mertesacker into. Maybe not, but you can't, you can't discount that. You can't discount that. Lincoln. If, if we yeah. Maybe yeah. could have done with Elneny being fit actually on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday yeah, so that's going to be a big I'm, loss. I'm not, I'm not trusting in Coughlin. I'm sorry, I can't. I just... okay. Claude, he's been one of the worst performers this year for me. Mm. He's been terrible. He's, he's been overrated. absolutely shocking. He's overrated. Well, that's, that's another point. That's another point I was going to say. Like the, the midfield is a very key. Well, who's, who's the midfield going to be then? Well, Granite Shaka and Coughlin. So is Ram- Ramsey out, fit? Our Ramsey's uh, fit though. Is he no, fit? So Ramsey leave out Chamberlain. He's got to play. He's got to play the ox, hasn't he? But would he play? Will he play the ox in Ozil's position? No, Ozil playing. Don't matter if he's got one leg. He's playing. No, he'll he'll put he'll put a Wobi in the middle. If Ozil's not oh, playing, he'll put oh, Wobi in the middle. Oh, that's another point, boys. I, I can't believe he's been playing consistently as well. It, it won't be. I mean, yeah. he's a young kid, and don't get me wrong, I don't want to slate him. Yeah, why not? He's not why good not? enough at the moment yeah, no, to be yeah, playing Phil, regularly. Phil, the fact of the matter is, is that if he's good, in, if he's old enough and good enough to play on that team, he should get the same um, forensic yeah, analysis. Not, though, All right, I'm trying to say, I'm trying to say you're, you're saying that you'll you'll feel guilty about not criticising him. Why not? Because he's, he's been exposed, Ken. He's been right, exposed. He's, he's not ready. Exposed. Yeah, but yeah, I say he's not ready. But you've got to analyse every player's performance as the same as the same as you do with any other player. And you've got yeah, to. But Kenny, not everyone is like play. Wayne Rooney. Not everyone is like Wayne Rooney. You can just maybe not stroll maybe, in at maybe, young yeah, age and go straight. I'm in. not criticising him, but he's making the same mistakes time and time again. He plays on the left hand side, and he's leaving the left back exposed. That has to be dealt with. And do you know what I can't? Do you know what I don't understand about this Iwobi situation is that you look at all our youngsters, you look at all, you know, you look at Jack Wilshere, you look at you look at everyone that's progressed throughout the club. They've all gone out on loan and, and learnt their trade. And you see the amount of players we're sending out on loan at the moment. Alex Iwobi's never been sent out on loan. You know, he, he's learning his trade whilst he's playing in the first team, and he is making mistakes. But you know, he's he, should, he shouldn't be exposed to the amount of games that he's been playing regularly. Mm. He's been regularly, regularly been put right in the limelight in big games. You know, you have, you have to. Basically, you know, Wobie, you Wobie, 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 Wobie. Yeah, but he, you know what? You know, thing with Wobi, right? There's two, there's two X. I'll call it the two X, right? If he wants to be a top class player, he needs the two X: fitness and finishing. He gets them sorted, he'll be a top player. And I think that's his weak point: is his fitness and his finishing. I really think so. He reminds me of Alex Alex Sleb, the oh, so was cards where, you know when you know when Sleb used to shoot, I used to think his leg was gonna fall off. <laughs> <laughs> he was such a frustrating player though, wasn't he, old Sleb? Oh, I loved him. Yeah, I loved him. Do you like him, did you? Yeah, I, I loved him. I loved him. Yeah. He had so much ability, but when he got in front of the six yard box and he had the opportunity to shoot, he like shit himself, didn't he? He was the one to pass it. No, I was gutted when he left. I was gutted when he left. Gutted. Yeah, he left for money, though, didn't he? Yeah, he, he did. For, he, he left did. for cash. Did, you see, did anyone see that picture on Twitter of him and uh, Andre Arshav and shaking hands? Yeah, I saw that yeah. playing in the lower league somewhere That's, in Kazakhstan. Or yeah, something like that. Had, had a mighty fall, didn't he? I'm telling you. Andre Arshav was never mighty, though, there's was another pl- There's another player that was played out of position by Arsenal. Yeah. Never played in his proper position at Arsenal. Luke. Mm. There's a number we can, we can name of Lucas Podolski as well. Yeah. Ken, he, um, Claude, yeah. he was never played. He, he should have been playing in a 4-4-2. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, as a striker, yeah. his best finisher at the club, Arsene Wenger even said it. Mm. He, he couldn't track back. What are you playing him on the wing for? Yeah. One of the best finishers yeah. in the world in his time, mate. Mm. Yeah, but again, and again, and that and that's one of the reasons why you can talk about the board, you can talk about the finances, but at the end of the day, we're in a results business, which is football is, and the all all these layers, right, are boomerangs one back to one man, Arsene Wenger. Yeah. Back to him, minute. He's got to go, isn't he? He's, I mean, can in the ball, yeah, but Kenny, in the ball's eyes, he's a success because he's 100%. making him money. 100%. And that's where the problem is. Craig, is there, any, is, there, is there any danger of us getting someone on this podcast who's going to come out and defend Arsene and say that... Listen, I know on the Guna Talk, I might have yeah, come up... We won on the Guna Talk tomorrow, yeah. weren't there? You know, Who's I mean... That? I know, I, I know. On the Guna talk, you know, I might have let it go a bit anti Arsene Wenger, but I, in, I invite anyone who thinks that Arsene Wenger is the man to come on with, and and with no agenda against them to come on and 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 talk, because you know we we can talk about it till the cows come home that we won him out. It would it would be nice, wouldn't it, to have a bit of you know someone that's going to come on? Yeah, here but and Craig, play. Craig. Yeah. But you know when you've done that, that things can go wrong on that cot, that cake. Yeah, but they, yeah, yeah, but they can't on this. Yeah. They've yeah. got to be invited to the yeah. call. Yeah, mm. Kenny, don't go sending out no links. Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think he asked you to first, didn't it? Yeah, I know. He did ask us, yeah, but I knew what was coming. Yeah, so did I. Anyway, oh, anyway. bloody hell. Just saying uh, about that, though, I had a, I had a, I had a, coming home from Sutton, I had a fantastic conversation with some Arsene Wenger you know, um, believers, oh, yeah. and had a fantastic conversation with what they believed, why he should still be the man and all that like. So you can have a good conversation with hey. people and um, they put their points of view well, That's what I want to do. So if, look, if anyone's listening to this podcast now um, and, and you think that you'd like to come on and you'd like to explain to us, more well, not, more not just more me, more but explain, you know, explain to the listeners. Um why you think Arsene, are you? if you think Arsene Wenger's the man, then come on, uh, and, uh, and I can more, promise you, more than more, more can, than you know, I promise you there'll well, be also, no. Just going back to the fan base, I think that's a very important point. In this is that because somebody has Arsene Wenger, they believe in Arsene Wenger. I don't think they should be pillared and slagged off. I see a lot of it on no, Twitter. Of course not. Should um, be applauded. Should be applauded, mate. Yeah, I don't think that's right. I think if you've yeah, got right. an opinion which is uh, pro Arsene Wenger, it's not what I agree with, but. <laughs> He's a right to have an opinion. And Mate, they're more, they're they're more than that. being called all sorts of yeah. names and things like you're that. Allowed yeah, to, you're allowed to have Lee, an opinion on Arsene yeah, Wenger. That works both ways, Lee. That works yeah. both ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, allowed to have a, you're allowed to have an, an opinion on, on Arsene Wenger unless you are Arsenal governor. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that account is confirmed troll. He is, yeah. But he's, 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 we, we talk. But he's doing it well. He's doing it well. I think he's, fun- I think he's funny. Honestly, he's doing it well. He's doing it well. He's yeah. do- he does what he does well because he fucking winds well, he's got me Ted up. Baz- he's got more followers than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but have you, know- have you noticed, Kim, when he does his... Po- he's got 12,000 followers, but when he does his polls, he only gets about 50 people voting. He's a bit strange, isn't it? I yeah, think you should stick to happy days when he was uh, he was good in happy days. <laughs> <wasn't he>? uh, <laughs> no, I think you know you know it is right. I think Lee, you, you, Lee, you, you've got a great point. It's like we've always discussed on this show, right? And what I said off air is that everyone's Arsenal's experience is different from everyone else's. 
Like yeah. Mems, you've got your own awesome experience. Claude, you've got an awesome experience. Craig, you've got one. Lee, you've got one. And the thing about it, right, is that we all got different reasons for wanting the same thing. I want Arsene to be replaced, but my reasons clearly are different from yours, Claude. Clearly different from yours, Mems, from yours, mm. Craig. And Lee, I don't know, know are they, though, reasons. Ken. I don't know, are they? They're probably meat. They're meat. But then, but the end of the day, you've got to realise, we've come to the same reasoning at different yeah, times. Yeah. I came to this reason in 2009. You probably came... Um, one Craig, you were 2013 when you lost against um, Blackburn yep. in the Cup. Lee, the Lee, Cup. Lee, I think you... If you don't mind me saying so, I think you've been coming to this conclusion maybe a lot lot rec- more recently than I have. I'll tell you what. 2-11 yeah. for me. 2-11 when we yeah. lost the League Cup. Yeah. So no, Birmingham. For me, yeah. it was last season when exactly. he was... Wow. Uh, 10 million on a goalkeeper and no one else. That was it for you're, me. You're a freshie. Yeah, but I don't care. I don't care who manages our football club. Mm. I don't care who who's on the board. As long as Arsenal Football Club are winning and I go to Anfield and I go here and I go there and I come mm. out with one games, so I don't give a monkey's because mm. you know what? All that matters to me is Arsenal winning. Absolutely. That's what good I man. Want. Exactly. That's what good, I want to see. And that's, that's how it should be. That's how it should that's be. That's how we all feel, though, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. That's all we, we all feel, though. It's a great I, I, way I, I, to... Uh, it's a great Arsenal way to... Arsenal comes on tomorrow and says, I've got a two-year contract, so I'm going to win the league next season, and he goes and wins it, I'm with him. Nothing wrong with that. It's, it's your, Lee, Lee, like I said, it's your Arsenal experience. It's your it's your day out. It's your money you're spending, and you have to you have to deal with your Arsenal experience the way you choose. You know what I mean? And that's that's how I see it. And I think I've got better than that because you know you know experience has just taught me like talk to people like you know like I said other people for Arsenal Wenger. And we've had discussions, and they come out with rational reasons the same way I feel I'm rational about wanting them out, and it's. We all support the same club, you know what I mean. In the end of the day, we're, at the end of the day, Arsenal Wenger is not the most important thing in at Arsenal. It's an Arsenal football club, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, talking about highs and lows, do you? I mean, I don't know how many how you and you go back. Do you remember in the space of three or three weeks the highs and lows of this club under Terry Neal? Beating I was there. Spurs or what? Beating Spurs yes. or what? Hart Lane. And then losing to Walsall, and then in the, in the league <laughs> oh, yeah. three weeks later on a Tuesday night. Yeah. With hardly anyone there, and the demonstration outside. Might have been less than that. And remember, we lost lot the final straws when we lost. I think it was when we lost to West Ham, West Ham just before losing at home to West Bromwich Albion. Yeah, yeah. It was the fastest. Sorry was to. It uh, got rid of Terry Neal, wasn't it? Do you remember outside Avenue on Avenue Road? We was outside. Even Shane Hillwood out. Yeah. You know, that night what after we... we lost to Walsall. Yeah, it, it, Tommy, it, 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 Tommy Caton had just signed for us, remember? Yeah, but, I remember that. Yeah. but you know, you know, you know the thing is, right, is that you know um uh, Peter Hillwood was very reluctant to um to sack Terry Neal. It was actually David Dean who forced forced to sack him because he was at the time it because um, you know the Hillwoods, um like you know, Peter and his dad Dennis, they're very much Arsenal men. And I think mm. I think the traditionals of the club, I think as though, although we like to moan about the money, Arsenal Football Club has never been a big spending club in terms of salaries and transfer fee and in terms of sacking managers. It's not never been the Arsenal way. And I think um, there was a Terry Neal out and a Terry Neal in. And I think Peter Hillwood 
had to be forced to do it. And that was very much David Dean who forced that sacking. It was never, Hill would never sacked him. Never wanted to. The Tobs, eh? The Tobs and the TKBs. The Tobs and the TKBs, eh? Say that about Terry Neal, though. Like, if you bumped into him on the street now, I'd shake his hand. Oh, absolutely. Of course. I've forgotten that. He was Arsenal manager, won a trophy. But when he actually went, I wanted him, you know, it was the worst worst time as an Arsenal fan. But if I bumped yeah, into him now, I'd shake his hand. Yeah, I but you know what? Best. You know what? Two managers, right? One, you know, he have been both both covered by one coach. Don Howe done all the work. Yeah, Under, he did. Even Bertie Mee. Bertie Mee got credit, but Don Howe yeah. was the mastermind. He was, because yeah, absolutely. Once, once Don Howe left... Bertie Mee, Bertie Mee went to pieces. We started being 15th and 16th in the league, and then he retired. Mm. But <laughs> when, with, ter- with Terry Neal, as soon as Don, uh, with Don Howe, Don Howe made him, um, was making us because we didn't, we had a, we had a good side, but it was a cup side really, weren't it? Yeah. yeah. Under hey, Terry Neal, it was a good cup side, but we weren't a league really pushing in the hey, league. Guys, I've got an idea. And I like it's a Ooh, bit random, go right? Go on, Kenny. Go on, go on, Kenny. Well, the thing is, right, we're all talking about our Arsenal memories, right? And I don't want to take over your show, but I think, right, we should all raise a glass to absent friends. And I'm talking about absent friends who've made that, who are part of our Arsenal experiences. Like, yeah. I'm thinking of Paul Vassen. He's yeah. called mm. an old in Juventus. Yeah, He's yeah, not with yeah. us, Stonewall. Tommy Caton, who you just mentioned, is not with us. Jordi yeah. Armstrong, yeah. Rocky, and Don mm. Al. And I yeah. think I think that's what I like about this program is that these five men, yeah. they're all part of my own spirit. And I think well that, said. you know, I like a raise of glass to all, all, all five of them. Yeah, area. Yeah, I, I, like, I, like, I, like I like a raise of glass to them and say thanks for the memories. Because Absolutely. without without those five men, I wouldn't, there wouldn't be an arsenal for me. And I'm not saying because they're dead, because they're all part of my arsenal experience. And I think yeah, they've all got good memories there. Yeah. And they're all, you know, they're all contributed. Kenny, it's, 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 what it's, it's a wonderful David point. Castle was. Oh, oh, complete oh, player, man. mate. Oh. Lee, I, I tweeted um, a complete goal player. that he scored at, um, at Arsenal. Uh, he went on an amazing run and done a couple of step-overs and then he, oh, he got into the, bo- he got into the box and he, yeah, and he hit it off the post. And I thought to myself, rock your own castle. That lad, he can dribble, he had pace. And, and do you know what about Lee, about Rocco? Not a lot of people know this. He was hard as well. He was aggressive, he was really, yeah. He yeah. Was, I remember him, him and Stuart Pearce used to go at it quite regularly, you know. <laughs> he was tough. He, and I remember when Graham sort of like... I remember him playing over at Spurs and Graham put him in a central mi- uh, midfield position. He was really mm. hard. He could read the ball, he could pass. He had mm. so much ability that day. Uh, and do you know one thing I really liked about Rocco? Pleasure Castle. to watch, Rocky yeah. Rocco. Pleasure. And yeah, do you know what, think, what, what, one memory I've got of Rowcastle, lad, sorry, is when, when it kicked off at, um, at Old Trafford. <laughs> Do you remember when it kicked off at Old Trafford yeah. and Nigel Winterburn was getting kicked up and Rowcastle went running over and Les Seeley grabbed him around the shoulders. He, he would die for his teammates. Yeah. He really, really would. And I think that's... Hey, but there was, there was one be- the season before that against Norwich when Rocky yeah, Rowcastle, you know, Brian Gunn, he kicked off was, with, um, when we beat him 4 3 that was David O'Leary's yeah. um, game, wasn't it? When David O'Leary yeah. broke the record. Do you know, yeah. boys? Do you know, boys? Everyone said Graham's teams were boring, but that team with Rowcastle, Limpong, oh, they were Thomas, fantastic yeah. to watch. Fantastic side. Fantastic to watch. Do you know? I'll tell you what, just because it's on the Liverpool theme, you know, I'm going up to Liverpool, um, not with too much confidence, but do you remember 
I think it was been the 91 season. We had to go up there and, and we won 1 0 with Paul Merson. 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 Mm. That yeah, yeah. big one. I went yeah. up there that day thinking, do you know what? We're going to win today. Yeah. Mm. That, that was what Jules Graham instilled in you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we, we, I never thought that we'd going to go and lose games with, under Jules Graham. I know they might fans. Towards oh, the end, I, it, but yeah. that, that, I remember going up to Anfield. I'm going up to Anfield this week with no confidence whatsoever. <laughs> but, <laughs> But, um, do, you know, do you know what though? You I'd have to agree, Lee. You go back to that team. You, you had confidence with it. So, but it, it. I tell you what, if we didn't win, we'd have a bloody good go at it. Yeah. Like, mm. and that's the difference, you know. Do the you know road castles, Thomas's. Oh, that was a great team. Claude's right, you know. That was, you know. <laughs> and of course, the most the most underrated player, the most oh, underrated right. player of that era that we haven't mentioned, and Mems tweeted about him yesterday is Paul Davis. Oh, yeah. what a player. He was one of my favourites. So, you know what? Paul Davis, right? I mean, I was looking, I was thinking about unsung heroes and yeah. underrated players. And I was thinking about Kevin Richardson. I was thinking about Steve Williams. I was thinking about Edu. But Paul Davis, what a player Paul Davis was. I yeah, mean, that guy, player. he had such a cultured left foot. You yeah. know, he could pick out a pass. He used to love these goal scoring, diving headers. And he used to, you know, punch to the air when he used to score. And he was, he was hard. And he was, what a, what a player he was. But, um, that's what he's he was, one day. Unsung heroes of Arsenal. Yeah, we should. Kevin Richardson was for me. Kevin Richardson. Kevin Richardson. Yeah. Stevie, Stevie Williams. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was brilliant. Chris Kiwami. He made me one, one and only time I've ever cried at football. Go on, go on, Chris Kiwami. Yeah. You'll see when he gave away that penalty, I cried. Yeah. I had all pictures of Charlie Nicholas on me wall, ripped them all down that day. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. that was. Do you know what, though, guys? I mean, going back to the Liverpool. Going back to the Liverpool um, game, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm thinking about when I was a kid growing up. Liverpool were the team they had Rush, Dalglish, you know, Mulvey, and we didn't really used to beat Liverpool. But one memory that sticks in my mind is when we played them over at Highbury, and Brian Talbot um, scored yes. a three kick. Do you remember oh, that? And the 84, 85, 84, 85, yeah, three one, hot day, three one, fifty-four thousand yeah. in the ground. What? And he scored a curling free kick. One two. Did we win two nil? Point three one. one. Woodcock, I think Woodcock broke the net when he um, hit with his left Wood, foot. With it. Yeah. Viv, Viv Anderson went down on the right and, and uh, Tolbert scored a diving header and then Wood, yeah. Woodcock scored. Yeah. But that, that week, and then I remember specific games against Liverpool. I mean, you said the Merson goal, yeah. but I remember Limpar scoring a goal at, um, at, 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 uh, at Anfield. Right, so. I, yeah. What about, well, I'm sorry to come in. Jimmy, was, what about Jimmy Hill playing linesman? Yeah, <laughs> sorry to come in because I'm not as yeah, I'm not, a bit before my time as well. That club, I'm not as old no, as no, you. Like, yeah, come on as a linesman, don't you remember that? No, hello, uh, Craig. Uh, uh, go on, Craig. I'm okay. not as old as you, like, so uh, sorry about that. But uh, I think my one of my greatest Anfield memory goals was that one that Perez put in the top corner that that, that afternoon. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, yeah, yeah. What about the cup final when um, Ian Rush went in with that record of yeah. every time he yeah. scored, yeah. we'd never yeah. get beat, yeah. That's right. We sung that in the Gunners Bar after, after coming back from Wembley. Yeah, it was singing uh, one nil down, two one up. We fucked Rashi's record up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lads. I think we're going to have to uh, wrap this up um, this evening. It's been absolutely fantastic. Another great chat. Um, haven't been haven't been quite myself this evening. Um, for yeah, what's up with you, mate? Few personal reasons, up, yeah. but. Uh, I told you before. I told you before we started, didn't we? Yeah, um, yeah, you did. Oh, thinking of you, Craig. Yeah, two, a, few, a, few, a few personal reasons. I'm praying for you, Craig. But anyway. I'm here. I'm here, and we did it. So we um, did it. Well done. Thanks very well done. much. Um, to very enjoyed. I enjoyed my time. I'm honoured to be in all your company. Yeah, 
Thank you, Kenny. Kenny, before 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 we go, Kenny, can you please say Santi Cazorla for me? Us. If Santiago Cafola, Cafola. <laughs> God bless you, my friend. God bless you. Uh, God bless. God bless my you. thanks to uh, my thanks to Kenny Ken. My thanks to Claude. My thanks to Lee, and of course my co-host Mems. It's been another it's pleasure, fantastic man. evening. Thanks um, for having us on, mate. Thanks for having us on, mate. Before we go, let's hope let's hope we can get this result on. This any, other well, you know? any other business? Any other business? No. Thank you very much, uh, Craig, for uh, for sorting this out, mate. Let's hope we can get the three points this weekend. Let's give us a, something to smile about, eh? Hey, boys, we need it. Two, two, one, two, one to Arsenal. Lucas Perez to score the winner. Hey, oh, oh, I like it. Lucas like Perez. It. Oh, I can't see him getting off the bench, mate. Is he coming I'll as go. a sub then? Is he? <laughs> yeah. I think I'll go. I think I'll have to agree with Claude there. Two one, two one Arsenal. Two, two one to the Arsenal. Three one to the you Arsenal. Yeah, I'm going to be positive. It's two on, one Arsenal. On. Two one so, Arsenal. So we, we got two one two one two. Oh, I'm going to go one nil to the Arsenal. <laughs> Same old Arsenal. Same old Arsenal. <laughs> Same old Arsenal. Take the piss. Until the next time. Until next week. Uh, thank you very much for everyone who listens to us. Thank you all for subscribing to us on SoundCloud. You can now subscribe Good to lads. us on iTunes. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter at Same Old AFC. Remember to follow, follow Claude, Kenny, Ken, and Lee also. And until next week. Up the Arsenal. Up the Arsenal. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.